Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Hello, hello. Good evening, good afternoon, wherever it is, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of X of Words. Uh, glad to have you back with me. Glad to be here again. You know me, I'm Ash. Today's guest, brand new guest, first time, Dan, Dan Kobos. You can follow Dan at Latin Krakoan. That's L-A-T-I-N-K-R-A-K-O-A-N. Hey, hi. Yeah, man. My name is Dan. Um, I am a ginormous X-Men fan. I was brought back by the House of X and Powers of X. Thank you, uh, Hickman God. Uh, I am uh, living in D.C. right now for all those other nerds uh, who live in the DMV area. Would love to mutually, uh, eventually meet up one day in the X Twitter. Uh, but otherwise, uh, just happy to be in my favorite X-Men podcast. Oh, don't do this. Don't say this. It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, all right, sweet. Uh, today's question. Let's get to answer the question. Today we're going to talk about chimeras. So it is, if given the choice as a mutant parent, would you allow for your child to be a chimera? Which is a nice one. I like that. I think there's quite a lot in there. So without further ado, I couldn't really sound more British than that if I tried, could I? Um, <laughs> you could try. Um, nah, nah. I'm just going to hit the timer. <laughs> now. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, so explain explain how you took the question. Explain how you built this question a bit. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about what it meant to be a parent in, in the mutant world, what it meant to be a mutant parent. And mm -hmm. you're always kind of balancing your own powers along with the potential powers of, of your children, if you're thinking about having children. Yeah. And, you know, all of those stories are super integral to the X-Men stories and Marvel stories, right? Yeah, think yeah. of Xavier and Legion. Think of Magneto and Wanda when they thought they were related. Uh, think of Wanda and WandaVision right now, as uh, Scott and Jean and all the Summers family complications, so on and so forth. So most of these stories uh, took place in a time when there was no Krakoa and therefore no structural protection of your rights to simply exist, yeah. right? let, let alone uh, a parent safely. If protecting your child while protecting your body is already super difficult, doing it in, in the regular world of humans in a world full of bigotry will often lead to bad parenting like we've seen right it's not an excuse but it's context mm -hmm. right to pretty bad parenting decisions we've seen before looking at you xavier but now, now we live in kirkoa right and 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 we not only do we have general protections of a united domestic force right it's all of the strongest mutants alive to protect the border yeah uh, it's safe and plentiful housing right via the grace of kirkoa and the mutants right? Food is not scarce. Capitalism doesn't exist, right? Yeah. It's the perfect place for cohabitation so far. It's the best conditions mutants have known to be a good parent, right? You don't have a kid yet, that's, but that's, if you're yeah. thinking of having one, it's the perfect place, time to have it, right? So you're thinking this, but then out of, out of nowhere, the council made up of heroes and villains through mutant history, not elected, come together and say, hey, basically the plan, the third law, or there's only three, the third law is that you need to have children. And everyone kind of laughs and giggles because, LOL, everyone's going to have sex. But for those who have strong <laughs> feelings about not reproducing, right, or, or, or don't want it forced upon them. Even if they don't have the physiology to reproduce, there are some mutants exactly. for whom maybe that's not even something they can do. 
it's extremely uncomfortable news to hear that the one government entity at the third law is something you you kind of feel forced upon, mm-hmm. right? But let's say for the sake of this question, you're not in that group. You actually do want to have kids. Yeah. The same government comes and says, hey, you know, we've, we've created this science in which we can alter your child's DNA in order to have not one power set, but two power sets, yeah. right? It's an opt-in, they say, but think of the possibilities, perfectly matching your parents' power and it's free and your neighbors are doing it and your child would have advantages in the future. Yeah. Think about it, right? So so wh- whether you do it or not is not going to be the tipping point in the whole nation, right? Like if me, Dan, and Ash, we come together and we're like, we're, ha- we're going to have this baby. Whatever we decide as far as chimera, right, for this love- child, Wait, what it's not going it? to affect the whole nation. What time is it? Because I mean... This is probably the fastest I've ever gone from in being introduced to somebody to um, sort of hypothetically having a baby with them. So, congrats. Listen, Ash. Every in Krakoa, we dream, okay. And and in and 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 in dreaming, you 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 speak reality. You know, you 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 speak it with power. Oh, he's already Christ. bailing on this baby, guys. What the hell? Anyway. You yes. know, carry on, Greg. government, government, government says, all right, do this. And then yep. you're, you know, the poster mutants, the X-Men get on Krakoa and NPR or whatever. And they say, this is great for your kid. This is great for Krakoa. What do you do? Okay. Right. And I feel like if you're a parent on the island and you don't have the macro information that we have, it's so tempting. Yes. Right. And even if, even if it's not, even if it felt weird, the societal wave of everyone saying, let's do this for the children. Yeah. Right? For Krakoa. You okay. know? Hashtag WandaVision, right? <laughs> All right. So, yes. I, I think that's super, super interesting, man. And the way that you've planned it out, I think you've, you've, you've thought about so many different angles on this. Um, and it was great to, like, watch you build this concept. So, let me <laughs> throw a couple spanners in the works. <laughs> One, uh, so far, we've only ever seen... Uh, the resurrection process. And I think the resurrection process is like V1 of the Chimera process. Right now, it's just bringing you back as you are. You are an A, we bring you back as an A. The Chimera process is a mixture. So you are an A, we bring back an A and a D, (laughs) right? We we throw things together. But so far, we've only ever seen that process used as necessity. In the far future, uh, mutants have been returned back to an an extinction state machines are hunting them and they are back in survival mode right now we're in the bloom of um of safety and protection and space and all these lovely things so maybe there is this is when the cardinals would be born you know this (laughs) is the time when the the peaceful cardinals will be born exactly and it's like this is the point a would that ever do you think they'd ever use it for anything other than an extreme necessity so if I was, say if I was in the quiet council, I'd be like, you lot just have babies naturally. If your baby comes out and it blows up, if your baby comes out and it like pulls everybody into a black hole, we can fix that. <laughs> but we will only use yeah. the tampering and the sort of chimera tweaking process to fix something that's gone catastrophically wrong, as opposed to allow you to build a baby. There is a creep though. And that's, I think that's so interesting is that like, you've got people like uh, Cosma who want to change she wants to change herself. You've got the um, crucible where people are jumping in for elective changes. So there are areas where you could see if this pushes in, 
you know, a couple of steps beyond the crucible is people wanting to come back with an offensive power because they've got a blue tongue. Um, do you know what I mean? And so, yeah, I think there's there's real room in there. But do you think they'd ever use it like that? I, I think I think there's two answers there. First of all, mm-hmm. I think determining what is best for the nation already enters that really tricky moral question of what is a bad power set, right? Yeah. What is a dangerous power set and where do we draw the line? You know, for yeah. some people, Wolverine is the most dangerous power set there is and he should be locked up somewhere, but we don't allow it. But outside of that, I think most importantly is how the government actually applies the law. And what I mean by that is I know why Xavier wants Chimeras and I know why Magneto wants Chimeras. But other than those two, no one knows Moira's plans. No one knows that we always lose. No one knows that we need to have this next level of mutant to be ready for whatever war is going to happen in any capacity. So given that that is the truth, right, how do they spin it? How does Xavier spin that we have impending doom when everything around me tells me everything is great, everything is peaceful, and I don't need to worry about a war? See, that's super interesting. That's super interesting. Because and now I, I think we've kind of moved away from that as a parent, would you allow it? Because if this is all about subterfuge, we wouldn't know as parents. Now we're kind of talking exactly. about how do you pitch the Chimera program when you've sold people on peace, but you need machines of war? <laughs> like... That's a really interesting question because no, why would you level up? Why would you want to? Let's say you're a parent and you say no to the first generation. Will you say no to the second generation if after the first five or ten years, all those kids seem normal? It seems yeah. like the program wasn't nefarious. What happens 20 or 30 years down the line when they say, actually, we've introduced a third power in there. Would you be interested in that? Yeah. You know, it's so tempting when you don't present it as a necessity. That's, yeah, that's true. But then it, it might not even be because in the age of Krakoa, powers stop being important. We're not in a defense mode anymore. Why do you need your kid to have eight powers? They needed eight powers when they were out getting killed by humans all the time. We have land. My kid doesn't need to be powerful. Exactly. And it's the, it's the paradigm change that makes mutants like Cypher super important. Cypher would, have been, Cypher would have been the first one in the floor out in the old days. Now... He's got a critical point. Yeah, exactly. So it's how can they sell in these war powers when nobody really needs them? And I, if I was them, if I was on the on the quiet council, Araka would be a golden egg, because suddenly, oh, 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 we got a shit. minute. Okay, minute, right, folks, right. <laughs> minute. I'll, I'll quick. I'll wrap that one up. Basically, if we've got a new nation of mutants that only respect strength, that gives you the perfect jumping-off point to talk about strength as necessity. Because if they will only listen to Omegas, so hold on a minute, we're meant to be integrating with the Arako mutants and they don't give a shit unless we can do some shit. So you know what? Why don't we use the tools we've got so we can be a full society? Exactly. I think that exactly. would be my spin. Exactly. And, and, and lastly, let's say the actual answer, because we're super genius parents, is no. What happens to parents and mutants who don't want children, don't want chimeras, don't want to be part of Xavier's future plan to prevent the robots, what does the government do with them? And I think that's when the way of X is going to come in and set up those moral guidelines that we're talking about. Yes, that's really interesting. I think Way of X is... I think everyone's really excited about Way of X and what it's going to be. Yes. But that's a really cool pitch, actually. Um, I mean, wow. Okay, you know what? I think we're going to have to wrap it up there. I've got so many more things I want to say here, but <laughs> I think we're probably at the end of our when, 60. 
when we're raising our child, we'll have all those conversations. Don't worry. We've got time. We've got time. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> thank you, Dan. Mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. I've really, really enjoyed this. Um, thank, thank you to you anyone. Thank you for having me on. Uh, anytime. Thank you for having... Um, that's a, thank you to everyone listening. I've been Ashley. I've been Dan, and this has been X of Sorts. <laughs> Words. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>